What's up? I got my Budweiser here. <laughs> What's up? Uh, I got my screen mask on. I'm feeling I'm feeling ready for for the kind of podcast we're looking to have today. What's up? My screen mask has its tongue hanging out. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, we've gotten someone excited. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> See if he'll do it again. <laughs> I'm getting barked at from the other room. This face. Sween wants a Budweiser. Sween loves beer. And when he heard what's up, he was like, oh, man. I know y'all ain't shotgun and beers without me. I know what this is. I know what this is. Right, Sween? No one shotguns here without the Sween, man. No, Sween calls shotgun in the car and in the kitchen. And in the in the cooler. In the cooler. In the ice right. bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wherever you're keeping your, your beers these days. Right? Yeah. Right, fellas? A cooler? Right, ladies? The kitchen. <laughs> Why did you make me say that? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. It just lined up that way. Um. Anyways, hi. This is a podcast called Coach Me Sensei. If you stumbled upon us by accident, welcome. Hey. If you're here on purpose, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Return customer. Wow. Wow. Again, tell us how we can better serve you. Yeah. We've got social media, Twitter, Facebook. We email. don't have, oh, we do have email. I was going to say, we don't have a TikTok. Not yet. Not yet. Man, we're going to start making dances to anime openings and uh, and sports announcers calling games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah, imagine it's someone, a very uh, niche market. Imagine someone going, and Dwight Howard goes for three, and then someone doing a whipping nene to it. I have a hard tr- time thinking someone's going to say Dwight Howard goes for three. I uh, I honestly don't. <laughs> Dwight Howard is who? <laughs> Dwight Howard is um, he's a center. Uh, he's he's a little old now. I believe he's playing for the Sixers, so he's a bench player. But you, I think Dwight Howard's on your mind. Because we watched um, Dunk Stuff today. That's true. We saw a lot of Dunk Stuff. Yeah. Um, that was basically after we our whole ordeal with the All-Star game last, last week, um, watching the Dunk Contest. And I think overall we both thought that was pretty lackluster um, in terms of a Dunk Contest. But I wanted to show you that there were fun things Um with the dunk contest, uh, fun history with the dunk contest. And I showed you one of my favorite dunk contests, which I think we figured out was in 2016. 2016. Which feels like forever ago, but it really feels like it was two years ago uh, in my brain. I'll say that the quality of the game, I could tell that it was definitely not recent because there were audiences in the crowd <laughs> that were very excited to be there. Yeah, but I mean, that could have been two years ago. <laughs> It could have been. Uh, do you want to tell me about it? Do you remember the players who were in there? I was just going to say that I think I'm having trouble remembering the names of the players. I know that they both had very similar haircuts. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was haircut one versus haircut two. Yeah, they both had like very short Caesar haircuts with like a fade. Mm-hmm. And one guy had like a line on the top of his head like going along the side. And the other guy had like more of like a... Up, like a heartbeat? Like a arc. Maybe it was a heartbeat. It had mm-hmm. more like... Like cur- like curvature and stuff to his design. Mm-hmm. Um, could you remind me of their names? I feel really, I don't remember. We've got Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon uh, from yeah. the Orlando Magic. Sure, was competing against Zach Levine. Levine. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine dunk contest of 2016 All Star Weekend. And man, 
it was really cool yeah um so i said from the this this year's all-star game last week uh the dunk contest that it, it was impressive but it felt like there wasn't that much that they could do with the dunk like how could you get so innovative with the dunk and i feel like that this yeah i think at one point you said there's only so much they can do and i was like ah but not right uh and i think that this 2016 version really proved me wrong mm-hmm. um aaron gordon uh i'll start with him well, first of all, the let me just set the table for what this was. It was like one of the most hype dunk contests I have to imagine has ever happened because these guys went back to back and they kept getting perfect score after perfect score after perfect score. So it was like, who's going to win? Right. We were already in the final. Like I basically had you start watching in the final. So all the other, I think there was two other people who had competed in this. We didn't even watch them because it wasn't even, <laughs> wasn't even worth it. But once I got to the final round, the back to back to back was great. Yeah. So it was just like, they get it on the first try, mm-hmm. no mistakes. Every time they slammed in, the audience was just like, wow, they went wild. And it felt like every dunk just got better. The and pageantry. Better and better. Yeah, the pageantry was great. I'd say that from, in my opinion, and I don't know how accurate this is, but it felt like Aaron Gordon's dunks were a little more theatrical and Zach Levine's dunks were like more just like pure feats of athleticism. Right. But both are like two sides of the, of like the entertainment coin. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to go over the dunks? Yeah, Aaron Gordon, I really liked because uh, he immediately started with like getting a the mascot for the Wizards or the Magic, the Magic, which yeah. is the, the team he's on at yes. that point in time. I, I don't know if he's still there, but he's on a hoverboard uh, and just like spinning in a circle, holding a ball above his head. Right, he's- and the, then Aaron Gordon, his dunk is to run um, and jump. Uh, and grab the ball out of the mascot's hand while he has it raised over his head and spinning on a hoverboard, and then grab it out of his hand, windmill, I believe, and then dunk it well, into the. Yeah, he. This is the one too where he did the. Uh, he did. He spun. I think he spun and he had this head. Remember, he put his uh, elbow hand behind his head. Yeah. And he did one of these. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I thought that was awesome. Just like it's starting up and me not knowing what to expect and just seeing uh, a mascot like this green fuzzy dude on a hoverboard. Yeah. Spinning is just like, all right, where is this Stuff going? Stuff the magic dragon. Stuff the magic dragon. Yeah. Uh, a very tangential weed reference. Yeah. It's, for, yeah. I don't know how they got away with that. Yeah. Stuff the magic dragon. <laughs> stuff the magic dragon. That's you know, what stuff, stuff, pass is what we always say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, stuff is like a, what, a lot of... The, um, a terminology of basketball like you'd stuff the ball into the hoop kind right. of thing so they would do stuff stuff pass where they each like dunk dunk and then pass the ball yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or they they uh they came up with the idea to build a bear workshop right 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 stuff stuff pass yeah <laughs> it was a big uh build a build a um i want to say doogie but i don't know why i want to say doogie what's a word for a marijuana doobie? cigarette <laughs> A doobie? A doobie. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. It's stuff <laughs> a, a doobie. A jazz cigarette? Stuff a, a doobie. A little... Oh, is that what a jazz a cigarette reefer? is? Yeah. I always thought a jazz cigarette was one of those cigarettes that was on like the um the long plastic thing like Cruella de Vil uses. No. I thought that was a jazz cigarette. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that jazz cigarettes are uh, a reference to marijuana because jazz musicians would smoke them that makes sense uh and i think it was a, i think, I think, it, I think it was racial yeah because i think jazz musicians were often black yeah. back when this term was popular like, we're don't, not doing it don't quote me on any of this um i've only seen it back to the sense. future twice yeah. <laughs> so and that's where i'm pulling this information from so what i'm getting out of this is 
Cruella DeVille does not smoke a jazz cigarette. But imagine if she did. <laughs> Man, those trying to, trying, just... to, trying to steal 101 dogs sounds like something you come up with when you're high. It does. <laughs> no, it dude, does. dude, listen, listen. Or maybe listen, she listen. needed it to just relax and not need the dogs. Like, if maybe if she just had a real good jazz cigarette, she'd be like, you know what? Forget about the dogs, man. Yeah, who needs a coat, who man? A... Coats are for the earth. Hear and... me out, hear me out. You take a t shirt, you put a bunch of different colors in some water, and you dunk it. Yeah, cruelty free. <laughs> cruelty free. That's the that's the Cruella Deville I want to live with. Yeah, hopefully that's what the remake is doing. Exploring yeah. a high Cruella Deville. Yeah, the the Emma Stone movie that's coming out. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what that's about. Um. Anyway, uh, NBA dunks. Um. So yeah, he, he Aaron Gordon had that great dunk, and then honestly, we watched this today, and I I remember this dunk contest a lot because I like it a lot, but. It's hard for me to remember exactly what dunks Zach Levine did. Um, yeah, I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't tell you in what order they were. Yeah. I, I know that he just did some really impressive. Like he would stand like at the three court, three point line, and lob the ball, so it come back up. He'd like shoot it. So it oh, hit, he bounced it. it. So yeah, it bounced on the floor. It popped back up, and he like ran after he shot it to catch it on the bounce up, and then like did a win, um, like a really powerful windmill dunk. Yeah. So and then Aaron Gordon did the spinny one, and then he did the one which I think is personally my favorite, where he had stuff the magic dragon, uh, hold the ball again up above his head, and Aaron Gordon jumped over him, and like kind of like as if he was sitting sideways on him, and then put the ball under his legs and jammed it. Like yeah. that was sick. Yeah, that was cool. That one was, and they all made it look. They they made all of these look so easy. The other Zach Levine one that he did was uh, he jumped from like the the, the free fat, throw line, the free throw line, and just like another windmill, you know, stuffed it, mm-hmm. and then stuffed the magic dragon. Was like yeah, but he stuffed it into the into the hoop. All very cool, very powerful dunks. Yeah, what it, I think the veracity that they they threw the dunk down really like sealed their dunks with a kiss mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there's something to it that there was an audience there like, and every time they did a dunk like all the NBA players that were sitting around the court were like, ah, ah. So that's like hyping it up probably helps a bit too. Yeah. Um, but like, what was it about those dunks that you liked? Was it the theatricality? Was it the uh, ingenuity? Like, um, I, I think they displayed really like a lot of physical ability, which was cool. I liked that Zach Gordon's Aaron Gordon. Sorry. Aaron Gordon's dunks always involved like an, an extra person to help him. He did, yeah. Like, I, I feel like that's a fun element of him. Just like he could have just been like looking at the audience and been like, "You over there, stand over here and hold this prop." <laughs> like it, it felt very. I know they planned this and they worked around it, but it, it added like a little bit of a extra an extra level of complexity to it. Just having another person like lob the ball to him or like hold the ball somewhere. Mm-hmm. It made for some reason that to me made it seem more more impressive. Yeah, and uh, the the way that the dunk contest panned out uh, is so both of these guys tied. What happened in this finals final round is each of them got two dunks, and after those two dunks, they were tied. And so instead of just saying, "Okay, that's the end of it, we're all tied," they were like, "Let's keep dunking until till somebody gets more points than the other person." So at that point, um, most people rehearsed those dunks, and at that point, they're just making them up. Um, and as you know, what happened is, um, Zach Levine ends up winning 
the dunk contest. Right. Um, based on what you saw, did you agree with that? Um, what did What did you think of that? I think I agreed with it. Yeah. Yeah. From like a purely, and I keep saying this, but like an athletic skill pr- point of view, uh-huh. Zach Levine twice I think jumped from the free throw line and did like a very like massive uh, powerhouse dunk. Yeah. And uh, I, it never lost its impact for me. Even if the last two dunks were pretty similar to mm-hmm. each other, I think the impact of it made me go like, whoa, and that I think was worth a, a perfect score. So you like his last dunk over uh, Aaron Gordon's last dunk? I do like his dunk over Aaron Gordon's last okay. dunk. Yeah, it was close for me. And I think the thing that for me uh, personally, and I know they're scoring this dunk by dunk, but for me in that contest, like all of Aaron Gordon's dunks up into that point, to me i know that the the scores top out at 50 but like those were so good for him to lose on that those last dunks was like but all the rest of them i felt like were better right yeah i agree um i think it's funny that they uh they tied up to that point and they didn't really seem to have a plan for what what would happen Mm -hmm. if they tied improv baby they got there and they were like all right so you guys did all your prepared material and we can't decide a winner yeah so I guess do more and they're just like well we didn't prepare more and they're like all right we'll just do it anyway <laughs> yeah it's like when you're at the the county fair showing off your pig and like your pig is like they tie and they're like all right where's your other pig and yeah like or like tell what else can this pig do right can this pig tap dance right imagine that on like chopped or something where you're just like I prepared this meal and my opponent prepared that meal and they're like they both were delicious <laughs> What else you got? What next? <laughs> it's almost like the judges just want more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the audience was like, there is no winner. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it's it fine. Keep it's it fine. It's fine. And they're like, no, give me more. Where do they air? Uh, is this like an ESPN thing or what channel do they air? The- TNT has the rights to okay. dunk contest. So imagine TNT being like, hey, I don't know what year. In 2016, let's say American Dad was a TNT. Or this is TNT, not TBS. Mm-hmm. Um, what's on TNT? Bones? I don't know. Rizzoli and Isles. Right, yeah. <laughs> They're like, Rizzoli and Isles, we just lost the episode. The hard drive corrupted. We can't air it after this. We got to fill 45 minutes. Yeah. Keep them dunking. <laughs> don't, don't let them stop. So in this case, it doesn't even matter that these dunks were like like. They just great. keep making them perfect. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, perfect score. Perfect score. Another even tie. though they're really bad. Oh, no, another tie. Although these were really good, though. They were really good. But imagine if they did went to dunk four, dunk five, or dunk six. How many more shots would they have before they ran out? You know, you could have... It- <laughs> You could make that argument because I feel like Aaron Gordon's dunk was really good. Uh, so you could couldn't make the argument that they scored it low to cut it short. They're like, all right, time to go. Oh, that's true. Time to go. A conspiracy against Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Um, and just real quickly, uh, we also watched a YouTube video that was like all, um, all dunk contest dunks that got perfect 50s were there any that stood out or any situation that stood out to you um they were all pretty cool there was a huge variety of what we saw oh, i liked i liked spanned uh, years decades right. i liked that spud uh oh yeah make make up that last name mckenzie spud's <laughs> mckenzie spud mckenzie good old spud mckenzie webb um spud webb mm-hmm. he's like a shorter guy but he showed up in the dunk contest a lot in that montage and got perfect I think it was the same dunk contest they just sure but he multiple. got a bunch of perfect uh, perfect dunks and they were really good i like so short he, he's he looked like kermit the frog just because he's got those like springy legs yeah not that i see kermit the frog's legs often <laughs> no they hide him pretty good yeah i hear he's embarrassed of his legs 
you know he's got cellulite he's got cellulite yeah and i keep telling him kermit kermit beauty standards for frogs these days are unrealistic oh my gosh yeah i mean i remember that was basically the plot of the first muppet movie right do you remember having to talk him like into loving himself yeah i do do you the behind the scenes of the the great it's on it's on the dvd yeah yeah let me play this thing real quick Kermit. Yep. Sorry, I just humming to myself. Um, I heard you. You're not going to set today. Um. Yeah. I mean, this was the swimsuit issue of the, the day, you know. And um. Kermit, you yeah. can talk to me. It's your boy. It's Joe Swells. It's J Rose. J Rose. What's wrong, man? Hi ho there. Hi ho, Kermit. Well, you know, um, if there's anything that a frog is really self-conscious about, it's it's the frog's legs, you know. Are we talking about this again, Kermit? I thought we were over this. Kermit? Yeah. You're a star. You're yeah. one of the most famous, if not the most famous frog in the whole world. And you're worried about that cellulite on your legs? Do you think I'm more famous than frog and toad? I do think you're more famous than frog and toad. And frogger? And frogger. And frogger? Oh. Um, and hey, I'm not even just frogs. Amphibians. You're more famous than the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh. Than Franklin? Oh, I don't know about that. You don't think you're more... Listen. Listen, I'm just one humble frog here. One humble frog who looks like a real frog, okay? Those frogs that you see in National Geographic Mm -hmm. on the animal planet, those frogs are photoshopped to shit, okay? They're out there so that people think, man, that frog is so sexy with its legs. But listen... But they're unrealistic. There's a whole region of people out there who like to eat legs of my people. And who wants to eat these collagen-filled legs? Kermit. Yeah. Those frogs are made in factories. Just like how chickens have all these antibiotics and stuff pumped into them to give them these giant breasts. Yeah. Those frogs are made with the most perfect legs, but they're not real. Real. You're a real frog living a real frog life. And I think there are a lot of people out there who look up to you because you represent a real person to them, not these unattainable standards. You make them feel good about themselves. Well, thank you, Joe Swell. I'm going to stop doing this wall sit now. Yeah, get up, Kermit. And hey, <sighs> let me... Oh, my legs are shaking. You're, you got these strong legs, Kermit. Well, I was doing them for a long time. I, this uh, this conversation makes me think of a little song. Yeah? Um, yeah. You want me to sing it? You strum it on the ukulele? Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, go. Why are there so many fat things in my legs? Where's my muscle tone? I can't be brave and I'll wear really light khakis. Maybe Capri pants too. Kermit, I'm crying. <laughs> what? Kirby? Oh no, Miss Piggy! <laughs> oh my goodness! Kirby? Yep. Let me get those legs, Kirby. Oh my gosh! Director, director, um, um, legs only, please. Um, I'm, I'm ready for my close-up. Mm. Oh no. Piggy is ready. (laughs) 
And later on, Miss Piggy got canceled. She did. Yeah, she was. That uh, was later revealed to be sexual assault on Miss Piggy's <laughs> end. Honestly, I I have heard people talk about that recently with the Pepe Le Pew thing. Yeah. Um, no one talks about Miss Piggy. I heard some people saying that Miss Piggy should be um, should be outed here. Yeah, Helga Pataki too. I think is a big. I don't think she. I mean, she just had that shrine, right? But she also bullied Arnold a lot. Right. I mean, she was a bully for sure. But but it was because she liked him, and she would like steal like his hair and stuff. I mean, she was weird. She was a weird, weird girl. But who hasn't stolen DNA from a fellow classmate? Uh. I. <laughs> okay sure okay you're perfect great good for you yeah sorry i haven't succumbed to my urges to steal dna from other people um you know i have never stolen at least intentionally stolen dna from another person oh yeah uh, intentionally never but accidentally all of the time right um you know and then that's how i've got all these clones yeah i live in a clone factory but yeah, so that's uh that's that's Duncan. That's Duncan with me. Um you know what? But I did That's Duncan that's our new segment, Duncan with me. Duncan with me. And that leads me to a game that we're gonna play real quick. Um and it is a spelling bee. Bump ba da Uh I've got five players whose names I want you to spell. Sure. You have three helpful outs, okay? You can use give me a letter. Okay. Where I will give you a letter. Okay. You can use rhymes with. Well, oh, great. <laughs> well, I will, I will rhyme what the letter rhymes. What? I will rhyme. <laughs> I will give you the rhyme that the name is. Does that make sense? But I know the name already. Yeah, but I'll do it so that it <laughs> so that it sound the letter the sound will rhyme with that. <laughs> the, okay, we'll try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I trust you. I think it makes sense in my head. And then you could also phone a friend. Yes. Um. In addition, in classic spelling bee style, I also have the region of origin, and instead of using it in a sentence, I have a fun fact. Okay, great. Maybe it'll help you. Who knows? Are you ready? I'm ready. And I will tell you, I'll read the full name, and I'll tell you the part that I want you to spell. Okay. Player number one, Kawhi Leonard. Great. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Um, K... (laughs) <laughs> again you can you can ask for origin you can ask for a fact uh origin uh origin uh los angeles great <laughs> um a fact yeah, yeah uh fact is his hands are 11.25 inches by 9.75 inches his hands are almost a foot long wow yeah mine aren't wow that's crazy um yeah. so you, you're at k yeah can i get a letter you want the A? So you got it's K A. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was an H first. Or oh, okay, got gotcha. you. So it's K A. Yeah. H. Ah uh, no! What what happens if I get it wrong? You'll just get zero, no points for this one. Okay, A K A W H I. Ding 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 ding. Damn. I will allow my face of horror to guide you in the right way. <laughs> no points. That is a point. I'll give you a point. Okay. But I used up a, a letter. You did. You, so I don't have that you, anymore. No, you don't have a give me a letter anymore. Okay. So you've spelled correctly Kawhi Leonard. And that leads us to our second uh, spelling word here. And that word is 
Markeith Morris. Okay. Origin, Philadelphia. Great. Fact? Fact. He and his twin Marcus have the exact same tattoos. Cool. Yeah, so there was a rumor before that uh, <laughs> that they switched places during a playoff series when they were on two different teams. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. Yeah. Markeith and Marcus? Yep. What's his last name? Morris. Okay, Markeith. Markeith. M A R Q <laughs> K? Uh you've got a rhymes with and you've got a phone a friend. Um I'll do a rhymes with. Okay. So you are at M A R The next letter rhymes with say Do you see how I don't understand what you're trying to tell me? The Does it next, start with an S? The next it? letter rhymes with say. It rhymes with say. Yeah. So it's A? <laughs> it it C? could. C? I don't see. <laughs> your clue is so unclear to me. What are you trying to tell me? It rhymes with. Okay. So for an example, the letter um, F rhymes with Steph. Okay. Steph F. So the red letter I'm looking for rhymes with say. Rhymes with say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at M A R. M A R. His name is Mark Keith Morris. Okay, this is useless. Can I photo <laughs> <laughs> I truly don't know what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> it rhymes with say. The letter rhymes with say. And it's not A. It's not A. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M. <laughs> can't do this with me anymore. M-A-R-K. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> M-A-R-K. Yep. <laughs> Markeith. Markeith. M-A-R-K-E. Wrong? Yeah. M-A-R-K-I-E-F-F. Ooh. Tough. That was tough. But man, you got the rhymes with. <laughs> All right, one for two. Going to three. Your third person is Nikola Vucevic. You want to solve Vucevic? Vucevic. All right, I'm gonna phone a friend. <laughs> Who will you be phoning? Um, I'm gonna call my friend Nick. Okay. Let's get Nick on the phone. Let's get Nick on the phone. Um, all right, I'm calling him. Okay. Hey, pal, um, you're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need your help with something. Okay. Um, I'm trying, I'm supposed to spell Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic. Vucevic's last name. Do you know who he is? He's on the magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Could you help me spell his last name? When you say phone a friend, does he just give me a letter or does he? No, he's going to give you the whole word. Okay. 
Let me know what. How do you think that name is spelled? Uh, well, I think it's spelled. Uh, it's V. It's Vucevic, right? Nikola Vucevic. Yep. So it's V U C E V I C. That it's V U C. Say it one more time. E. E. It's V U C E, like egg. Yep. And then V again. Yep. I see. That's correct. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I wasn't going to get that. I appreciate that. And I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Two for three. Good job, Nick. Good job, Nick. Cool. Um, okay. Your fourth person is Bam Adebayo. Adebayo. Um, I think I could do this one. Okay. Um, Bam, B-A-M, Adebayo, A-D-E-B-A-Y-O. Yeah. Adebayo. Look at you. And we've saved the best for last. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> um, I can't do this. Uh, I'll try, <laughs> but I know I'm going to get it wrong. Antetokounmpo. Uh, you want me to do the whole name? No, you don't have to do Giannis. Okay. Uh, I will try to pronounce it as phonetically as it as it's written antetokounmpo okay a Mm -hmm. n t e and say it again can you pronounce it on oh did you have facts you wanted to get through for this uh he tasted his first smoothie in 2014 okay a n T is what you said. Yeah. So his e. name is Anteto Kum. Okay. Uh, A-N-T-E Anteto T-O K-O-U M N Kun N-M P-O Yeah. So you, that's just how close you were. Yeah. Correct spelling. A-N-T-E T-O K O U N M P O. Damn, that's a hard name. Yeah, that's a hard one. But yeah, honestly, you braved it. That that was a pretty good one. Um, you got three out of five. I'm not mad at it. It's not not bad. Not bad at all. I'm not mad at it at all. Not mad at it. Not bad at it. Not mad at it. Not bad at it. All right. Well, that's all I got. That was good. That was fun. Um, do you want to hop into a little bit of anime? Yeah, I do. Dope, dope, dope. Uh, let's talk about the new series that you watched this week. Yes, I watched Demon Slayer. Yeah, Demon Slayer, the very, very popular anime. Season one is complete. Uh, there's a popular movie in Japan that hasn't made it to America yet, but I hear it's coming very soon. And I had Cassandra watch like episode 20. I'm not super familiar 19. with- 19, sorry. I'm not super familiar with Demon Slayer. I have watched it, but I'll be honest, like the back half I sort of half watched while I was cleaning my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um but I had to watch the episode on spoilers for Demon Slayer. But I had uh, had to watch the episode that sort of like the big uh, finale of a confrontation that the main characters have with a very strong demon towards the end. Do you want to talk about what you saw? How you felt about it? Yeah. Um, again, middle of the series, so I don't really have a bunch of outside. But I know that he's a demon hunter. Yeah, let's talk about what you know. Yeah, like, yeah. We didn't drop you in at the beginning. I just tried to drop you in where things were exciting. Yeah, and I like that. Okay. Um, so he uh, he is a guy 
who hunts demons, apparently has a special sword that was that was made for him and it was all black which was some some type of rarity yeah i think they all they all have swords made for them when they become right but the way the reason the way it was black was like a rare thing yeah but that didn't come up at all no it didn't but that's what i was told um so um an important factor here is he has a sister who he carries around in a wooden shed on his back yeah uh who is who is a (laughs) who is a demon um his family was killed by demons yes and I, how do you here's a question how does a demon determine whether they're going to turn someone to a demon or just kill them um i think it's uh a left to their will like if they want to they can do you get turned to a demon by getting bit i think so okay um so yeah so this girl is a demon and she's got like a ball gag in her mouth i guess so she can't bite people um but she's also doesn't seem to be outrageously out of control like she does what her brother wants her to do. Yeah, she's never eaten a human. Demons need to eat humans to like sustain themselves mm-hmm. and she's never eaten a human. So how is she still alive? They theorized towards the beginning she like slept for a whole year while he trained to become a demon slayer mm-hmm. and a theory that like the guy who was training the main character had was that like she's sleeping to like store her energy so that she doesn't have to feed on people. So like she's trying to sort of figure out how to be a demon and not have to kill humans to mm-hmm. stay a demon okay um but yeah so he carries around in a wooden shed on his back yes um but he is also hunting demons um and in this episode in particular they're they're fighting these spider demons yeah um which i assume i didn't see the front part of this but i think when we first see it his friend was fighting some other spider demons those are people that he brought into his family yeah okay so this guy has um is supposedly one of the 12 strongest demons. Yeah, I forget the word for it, but... Yeah, and so there's some underlying story about him really wanting a family, and he would find, like, demons that were out on their own and bring him into his family, but he was, like, pretty abusive based off of flashbacks um, in terms of, like, you have to be the sister, you have to be the mother, and if you're not standing uh, up to the standard that i have for that role that i'm going to kill you or hurt you he basically has these like webs that come out of his hands and they're really sharp so they just slice people up yeah um and how did the main character feel about his abusive tendencies for family he did not like it right because he has a very strong bond with his sister right and that was the thing that happened the first thing that happened is um the the main character realized that the the webs were very strong and that like he couldn't even cut through them with his sword and actually it had cut the the blade off of his sword and he was kind of about to get like crushed by the web and his demon sister comes and like takes the hit for him and these things are so sharp that it like almost cuts her hand off um but demons can heal very quickly so she she healed before she was caught yet again yeah um but so because that happened, the the very powerful demon was like, I want a sister like that. I will let you walk away safely if you give me your sister and she becomes my sister. How are you feeling about the episode at this point? Um, was there anything drawing you in? Like I think the art style is cool. I think there's something um, advanced about the art style. Yeah, I think Demon Slayer really blends animation for anime is usually like 2D, but Demon Slayer does a good job of blending like CG sort of 3D elements into their 2D animation to make it look really, really crisp. Yeah, 
Um, so it looked crisp. Um, I will say there was something about this that was like, even though there's a fight scene going on, it felt very like expositional. Yeah. I, I found myself, um, just being like sitting there and like my eyes getting like all dried out and being like, Oh wow. What's happening here? Yeah. I feel that way about the series too. I think that they just decide, uh, to dump a lot of exposition in random areas. Uh, and it happens a lot because one, like you said, there's a tragic backstory for the bad guy, which seems to happen often mm-hmm. that like these demons are killing humans, but also they're like sympathetic characters, which is fine, I guess. But for like, for, but for it to happen all the time and for the main character to be like, I'll show you sympathy because I don't think you're just a monster. I understand that you're a tragic being. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of boring. I think it's maybe heartless of me to say, but I'm just kind of like. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, don't, I I don't know this guy. I don't know his family. Like, <laughs> he's he's also they also spent like an episode showing how much of a douche he was. So they spent an extra episode talking about how he's like sympathetic with the tragic backstory. Is like almost like, well, what do you want us to think? Yeah, that <laughs> and also like the lore of the series, I think, is not super clear cut. Yeah. Um, so I think they have to do a lot of exposition in different parts to just be like, and this is the bad guy and these are all of his subordinates. Here's a whole episode just dumping exposition on that. Now, and this is the most popular anime series in the world right uh, right now. That's my understanding. I know that the uh, the manga, the comic book sold really, really well last year. Uh, so I know at least in Japan, like uh, that was like the top selling comic uh, of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's very popular. Yeah. So my my question is, what is is there some type of prevailing theory of like why people love it? Are there blogs out there that are like, I love it because this, that, and whatever? Um, I have not dug too far into like Westerners who like it a lot. My theory for why it's popular in Japan is that I've heard that samurai stuff or things that take place in like sort of like a, a historical Japanese setting are really popular and in demon slayer they're sort of like sword wielding people who live in like sort of like kind of a feudal japan type setting Mm -hmm. uh so i think people like that and vibe with that uh so that along with it having like a really good looking anime and a popular movie that came out in a time where there wasn't a lot in theaters i think made the perfect storm for like something that people could really get behind Hmm. and it's done too so it's easy to binge like you're not you're not catching up for it to be like uh for you to wait for the rest of it like the the comic series is done yeah so if you got in if you watched the first season and you were like i love this you could go buy 25 volumes right now and just tear through them and you know be happy right okay yeah i mean i think i'd need to see more of it to to be invested in it but i think from what i saw it was interesting enough um literally the both episodes i watched were all in the same like they were at the same spot in the forest there wasn't a lot of deviation from that there's a few flashbacks but i didn't even really get to meet the side characters very much no this was right after they had done a lot of their stuff so they were sort of excuse me they were sort of done Mm -hmm. for that for that part of it yeah but you did you did get to see the big finale of uh the the main character tanjiro sort of breaking out a new special move that he hadn't done before and attacking the demon and that had like a lot of flashy pretty animation associated. yeah he did like a water thing it was a water breathing uh which i i I still, I really oh yeah, they're, I forgot. They have this whole thing about how the way they get power and stuff is by a breathing technique. Yeah, uh, which I, I think like it's it, Lamaze. Yeah, <laughs> this is Lama- This is anime Lamaze. Well, the, yeah, the the next season of this is them fighting a bunch of pregnant women who have yeah. mastered the art of breathing. <laughs> they can't do it. They're yeah. like, oh my god, these women. Yeah, they're angry and they have <laughs> breathing. 
yeah they they utilize breathing uh and it to me i'm 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 a hater for demon slayer i'll say right now i'll, I'll keep at it to see if i like it more but to me it feels like someone had a dartboard of like what's a thing a person can do that i can turn into like an anime technique and they just threw it and it's like breathing it could it could have been like like meditating it could have mm-hmm. been uh what's another thing like stances mm-hmm. like the way you stance your feet is like how you do a special move and then yeah. something on one of those things on the dartboard was just breathing and yeah. they were like cool I'll, that's, that's the power system now everyone just the does different kinds system. of breathing they go, <laughs> we will we will rock you yeah <laughs> i just cut you up <laughs> season three is where queen comes in where freddie mercury comes in and, and defeats him with his rock rock and roll breathing yeah rock I'm, and roll breathing technique bohemian rhapsody there's going to be a rock star or some type of like opera singer that comes in and has a breathing technique that's going to blow these guys out of the water yeah yeah i mean i'm excited for it don't spoil it for me i haven't read the manga i've only watched the anime right so if you know that that comes already, please don't come into our emails or into our, our social media. There's so many ways you can go with this. You can do like manatee because manatee have to have a breathing technique because they go under the water for so long and they come up and oh, they go, right. they go, <laughs> and they go under the water. Manatee breathing technique. <laughs> Thin slap. <laughs> Anime is so easy. We could do Hire it. me. We Toe it. it. <laughs> We're going to write one. <laughs> Come up with an anime name right now. Oh, sure. Just like a name of a person. Three, two, one. Um, The Diary of uh, Sekolo. That's someone's name? Yeah, Sekolo is the main character. <laughs> okay. All right, Sekolo, we're coming for you. Yeah. Sekolo. Sekolo. Hey. Um, so do you have any other extended thoughts on the series? or um, Do you see why? Like, do you, do you feel like, oh, yeah, I get why this is popular. Or are you just like... Because it's to me, it's kind of like it's cool anime. The anime is pretty, mm-hmm. um, but it feels a little generic to me. Uh, I don't think I see the super special thing about it just yeah, yet. Yeah, I feel like I could see a McDonald's Happy Meal toy out of one of those. Characters. That's not a bad thing. No, I guess it's not a bad thing. But I, I when you say generic, I like that's kind of what I think of. Yeah. Like yeah, that guy's gonna be like one of those wind up things that like the little feet will pitter patter. Yeah. And then you just twist it up and it pitter patters off the table. Right, right. The other ones do breathing techniques yeah. when you wind them up. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I mean, um, the opening was fine. Oh, we got to talk about the opening. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, fine. It had like the classic guitar riff, you know. Um, I thought it was funny that in the opening he does like the little anime run where he like bends his back over and is just like his his uh they don't use arms his legs are just like yeah. moving like little turkey legs yeah that's classic anime yeah um that happened i think the ending sequence was pretty boring yeah uh it's pretty slow i'll also say that in the episode that i showed cassandra there's like a big set piece where tandra does that new move and they play music under it and it's not like the hard rock oh opening. yeah you hated this yeah you would think that like when the anime characters doing the big cool move uh They'd have like more amped music or whatever. Yeah, but but it, it felt like orchestral kind of like. So what happened was, is he remembered or knew how to do this because it was something that his dad taught him. Right. And his dad died, so that when he they had a flashback before this happened, and they were showing the dad thing, and then they were playing like kind of like some heartwarming, uplifting music for that, and then they just had that carry over back into the battle scene, which I agree with you was very like emotional it felt emotional and triumphant but i think it, it didn't feel very it action yeah it did feel badass you wanted badass yeah i think so you love a good fight with some badass music yeah yeah put some badass music play some zz top 
in yeah. my anime. Why isn't there more ZZ Top in anime? I don't know. Ask, talk to ZZ Top because ZZ Top sounds like an anime. This person. isn't, yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is an open letter to ZZ Top. This is an open letter to ZZ Top. Uh, uh, ZZ Top, anime needs you. ZZ Top, have you seen anime beards? ZZ Top, do you know that Japan is hurting right now? ZZ Top, are you those guys who can spin their guitars in front of them? Yeah, imagine that, but as an anime move. They need you. ZZ Top, how easy is breathing to you? It seems pretty easy considering how well you guys sing. ZZ Top, what songs do you sing? (laughs) (laughs) Don't they do like Highway to Hell and stuff? Do they? I have no idea. I'm honestly unsure. I have no idea. ZZ Top, send us your top five hits. (laughs) And then we'll rethink this whole situation. ZZ Top, have your agent call our agent. (laughs) And we'll see if something can happen. Yeah, and then my mom will get back to us and let us know how she feels about the whole plan. Right. (laughs) Your mom's a big ZZ Top fan. She's also our agent. Oh, you're right. (laughs) Forgot about that. Um, But yeah that's any other thoughts i'm I'm sort of i feel like i'm monopolizing the conversation just because i have opinions that i've been trying to get out about demon slayer that i haven't been able to no i'm to. glad that you brought that up that was weird um it i watched two episodes and really not a ton of deviation happened so i think i spoke on what what happened okay um and those were my thoughts. I, I Do you feel invested? Would you watch from the beginning to see you know, what's going on with those I, characters? I guess we should have some type of like ranking system of animes that I've, oh, I've that's watched so far. Yeah. Well, we could do... Uh, we don't have to do it right now, but maybe just like put together a tier list of mm-hmm. like where they were... Yeah, where they sit. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. I give this one three out of five um, wooden sandals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three out of five of those really uncomfortable wooden sandals that Odin wears. Yeah. And why is that? Um, because I didn't hate it. Um, it wasn't the worst one. But too much exposition. Uh, too much exposition, and it, so I I felt bored, honestly. Okay. Which I don't know if I should feel bored in your like penultimate or not penultimate. Well, but I, I mean, they are relying on you having been invested. In I the was characters. not happy that he wasn't the one that took down the demon. Okay, uh, we'll we'll talk on this really quickly. I think <laughs> it makes sense. For I the, know that you were pro this. I'm for, not for the longer story because this demon was supposed to be one of like the strongest demons there so i one think of 12 one of the 12 strongest in the series and i'm assuming there's no other boss past those demons mm-hmm. so i think him not being able to, to but defeat this them, is what happened can i finish this thought no because i'm <laughs> mad about it what happened was they made you think he beat them him and that was my problem sorry continue i was just gonna say that i think if he can't beat them now uh, that's fine because I'm sure by the end of the series he will be able to defeat multiple of them and that'll show growth in his character. So I, I think as long as it's set up for payoff later on, I'm not upset about it, but I don't know how it pays off. I don't like the trickery because what happens is he cuts off his head. That's how you kill a demon. And then you think it's dead. And then like a few minutes later, you realize he's not dead. The demon goes, I cut off my own head with my own thread to make you like think that. Ha 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 ha. And he part- puts himself back together. And this other guy comes and kills the demon. Like if he's not strong enough, just do that. But don't fake me out. That was Bush League. Um, I don't know. I think it is Bush League. And I there's no like even if he accidentally like he found this new move. Maybe that's like the moment when he's like, oh, maybe I can be something great. 
is I be- beat this one demon. Yeah, I think that was mostly just like a way to end an episode or a chapter, I'm sure, in the comic in a way that made you go like, oh shit. And then when you get to the next chapter, you're like, oh, uh, it wasn't what I thought it was. Oh, he, he wasn't strong. You just you just messed with me. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't have as much of a problem with it as you do, but I get I get where you're coming from. I didn't like it. I get it. I didn't like it. It happens. Um, But yeah, I, if I'm putting this in the rankings well below my hero below one piece um above fully cooly um, which other ones am i missing oh it was a it was above it's maybe on par with volleyball sure with high q yeah and then you have death note and uh back mongolian chop squad those are both above this okay only because i think music could be fun yeah, and but you haven't watched much of that, but... No, but when, what was the other one again? Death Note. Death Note. Uh, it was very dark, but I kind of like how, how it was going. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, I, I'm glad we're sort of expanding your anime portfolio. We'll see what comes next. Right. That was all I had for that. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for watching two episodes of a show of this almost season finale of a show you'd never heard about before. That's yeah. I mean, was it the season finale? It was close to that was that was like the I think there are like three episodes left after that. So. Oh, well, it was uh, my pleasure, um, and it's all part of a day's work, you know. Uh, speaking of a day's work, um, work has come to an end for one legendary character. His name is Drew Brees. He's the quarterback of the uh, New Orleans Saints. He will be a Hall of Famer. He holds so many records as he retired today. Um, he is known for um, really bringing hope back to New Orleans after uh, Hurricane Katrina. Uh, he played a big role in that. And the Saints won a Super Bowl shortly after. It might have even been like that season. Um but he's a Hall of Fame football player. He seems to be a good guy. He is retiring. I'd like you to send him out with a, a sweet little song, please. Sure. Um, could you repeat some of those facts again for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Drew Brees, quarterback. Um, he holds a lot of records um, for passing. I can tell you a few other... Um, I don't need them that specific. You so don't he, need anything he, what, what's he? What he's good at passing. He is a big New Orleans guy. He reps New Orleans. He reps New Orleans. Uh, Although them. he was drafted by the the Chargers, the San Diego Chargers. San Diego to New Orleans. Um, um, cool. Uh, he, you know, there's he enjoys a good Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras, great, because he's from New Orleans. Yeah. Okay. Um, Katrina. Oh, he's good friends with Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres, yeah. My bad. I got ahead of myself. Okay, I think that's enough. Okay. Um, I'll put together a little song. This is for you, Drew Drew. Um, I'm I'm you're I'm gonna use my loop station. So just give me one song. Is it low? It's low. That's good. How's that? Better? All right. <laughs> 
Drew Brees. Yes, please. 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 Drew Brees. Yes, please. Drew Brees. So sad. Such a cool old lad. You are from New Orleans and I'm happy for you. And I know everyone knows that you are the dude who threw lots of passes and ran lots of yards. Man, you're on that field going real far. And you saved New Orleans by raising funds after Katrina. Man, that was so clean. And I'm happy because you're getting the respect you deserve. Hopefully they put your picture up on a frame and you get all of the accolades heard. Cause Drew Brees is the man. I'm telling you, he is so cool. I say, yes, please. Yes, please. When he's on the TV, I want to hear more about that dude. Drew Brees. R.I.P. Drew Brees. He didn't die. Um, yes, R.I.P. his career. Retirement in peace. Retire in peace. Retire in power. Drew Brees. Um, yeah, man. This podcast supports you. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Wow. That was for Drew Brees. Wow. That was, it brought me to tears. Here's a, here's some napkins. Thank you. Um, I hope he hears that. If anyone could just send that to him and let him know that we're, we're thinking of him. Yeah. Drew Brees. Yes, please. You know, um, that's, that's all I got. Um, I ain't got nothing else, man. I ain't got nothing else. I ain't got nothing else. You don't gotta Speak- go home. No, uh, I got, but you can't stay here. <laughs> you can't stay here. <laughs> um, uh, reach out on social media. Uh, <laughs> very clunky transition. <laughs> but uh, this was Coach Vicente. I don't think we ever said our names. This is Joe Swell. No, we definitely. Oh, we didn't say our own names. Yeah. If you don't know my name by now, then. Listen to another episode. Listen to another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or ch- check the description. Check the description. But uh, yeah, we're at, we got social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, our email, Coach B. Sensei. It's all in the, the show description. Uh, and, you know, speaking of retirement, it made me think of uh, how tough it is to put a retirement plan together. Am I right? Oh, my God. Tell me about it. I was at work the other day and I was checking on uh, the retirement like website stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just trying to figure it out. I like, went into settings because I couldn't actually get into the actual account itself. So I was trying to reset my password. Mm-hmm. And it asked me uh, a bunch of personal questions. It asked me like, hey, where are you born? Like what's your mother's maiden name and all that. And I filled that out. But there, the third question was there and it said like, what is a, the, your favorite color of a button? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, obviously my favorite color of a button's red. Mm-hmm. So I typed in red uh, and then my screen loaded up. Right to a black screen and then the black screen uh like green matrix text Mm -hmm. like flowed up the screen really really fast yeah and i put both hands up to make sure that i wasn't touching anything because i I wasn't sure what was happening right and after it finished running it sort of went black again and then a circle like a line drew a red line drew itself into a circle yeah and then it shone out yeah into a button that manifested on my screen yeah it said press Mm -hmm. so i was like 
I, I guess I got to do this. I put my hand out and I pressed the button. I thought to myself, three, two, one. Uh... Uh...